ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Welcome into this Golf Channel podcast. I'm your host, Will Gray. Please be joined by former Big Break winner, successful uh, rookie year on the PGA Tour. Behind you, Richie Wierenski. Richie, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So I want to start with uh, the season that you just completed a couple weeks ago. And I want to go back to the middle of the summer. You're kind of on the outside looking in for the top 125, having to find your feet uh, under you as a rookie. What was the change for you around June, July that led to the charge that was highlighted by that playoff loss at, at the Barracuda Championship and allowed you to keep your card? You know, it just uh, kind of went back to just trying to simplify everything. You know, I've been, I'm kind of always working on my swing, you know, always working on the same, same swing thought, you know, for the most part. And I just maybe started getting a little technical and I kind of just went back to trying to get the ball in the hole, you know, seeing the shot, visualizing it, and then just kind of just doing it, you know, just being really free, you know, mentally and things just kind of started to click. Was there a moment before the Barracuda where you kind of thought that you might be onto something, you might be on the right track? Um, you know, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there was like an exact moment, but I just started feeling better and better about my game, you know, every day and just kind of started, you know, I really wasn't nervous at all. Mm -hmm. You know, like obviously I was not in a great position to keep my card and it just, it, that didn't really bother me. It just kind of was like a secondary thought, you know, and I just felt really comfortable and, you know, felt like good things were going to happen. Were those pressures that you're facing, knowing that you've got five or six more starts left to, to crack the top 125, is that different than the pressure you might face on the web or in the web finals, things like that? Or is it, is it kind of, did it help, did one help you deal with the other? You know, I think, I mean, the web definitely helped prepare me, you know, for just kind of what it's like out on the, on the big tour. Um, you know, you got, got to deal with the pressure of, cracking the 25 out there and it's kind of the same same thing you know it's a little I feel like it's a little harder out on PJ Tour you know I kind of had went into the season thinking oh yeah it really wouldn't be that hard to <laughs> to finish top 125 and then pretty soon I was like yeah it's a little harder than I thought so uh, I was definitely prepared you know from the web for that and like I said I just kind of felt like good things were going to happen. Well, we see the success that guys like John Rahm and Patrick Cantlay are having straight out of the gates. What don't people understand about your first year on tour and trying to make that adjustment from the web to the PGA Tour, seeing these courses for the first time? What what do you see as a player that maybe you might not have even expected to have to deal with and adjust to? You know, when I was on the web, I just remember 
people saying, you know, it's not that much harder out on <laughs> out on the on the PGA tour. And I was, I, I mean, I never really played a PGA tour event, so I really didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got out here and you know got to like Torrey Pines, and I was like, man, this is a golf course. I mean, it's long, the rough is up. You know, you, you hit it in the rough, you just can't get it near any pins. Mm -hmm. You know, pretty much at any course, the rough is is definitely harder and the pin locations are tougher greens are a little faster courses are longer so it's definitely just that next level yeah. and it, it's definitely a lot harder than i thought and i think kind of took me a little bit of time just to adjust on you know how to manage your way around a course it's just you got to think a lot differently than you do on most courses on the web so you made it to the playoffs made it to the northern trust finished 106 i believe on the so, regular yeah. season standings thereabouts so uh, made it to the first first leg of the playoffs, and you've had a couple weeks off since then. You're going to be teeing it up at the Safeway Open. How much of this, because this is about as much of a, an offseason as really you're going to get these days, how much of that do you spend looking back at your season, and how much of that do you spend preparing for your sophomore season? You know, I spent, you know, right after Northern Trust, pretty much tried not to think about golf for like a week. Yeah. And Easier pretty, said than done, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely... But, you know, then I, right after that week, I kind of, you know, went back and, like, evaluated, you know, how, how the year was, what I needed to improve on, stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, now I've just been kind of starting to work on it, you know, for the last week, kind of been getting back into the swing of things. Now I'm pretty much going, you know, full speed, getting ready for Safeway, so. And it's going to be a busy fall for you, correct? Yeah, yeah, it'll be busy. You know, I think we got Safeway, and then I think we have, like, two weeks off, because um, mm -hmm. I'm not going to get into Malaysia or... Uh, Korea, Korea there so I think we got two weeks off and then four in a row um, so it'll be definitely a little busy but you know, ready to get back at it looking back on your rookie season is there do you have a favorite venue that stood out I did really like Torrey Pines <laughs> you know I mean it's it's really hard but I just think it's, it's such different a good, you get the hang gliders over there yeah, on the it's, south it's, course I mean, and all it's, that stuff. it's beautiful I mean it's just it's such a good golf course like if, I mean if you're playing well if you're hitting it really good like you know you, you can score yeah. um, but it's just it's just one of those courses that's got some teeth and I really like that um, you know we, we play there's a lot of good golf courses we play and that one just kind of sticks out to me. Think about how much teeth it's going to have in a couple of years as a U.S. Open venue. that's what I mean that's the thing what I, I just couldn't even like fathom you yeah. know i was playing that course i was like man u.s open conditions out here like this is pretty hard right, right. now i can't even imagine it so uh what's one shot that stands out to you if you, if you have your mvp shot of the 2017 season i uh, probably have to go with the second shot at in reno on 15 yeah 15th hole second shot hold out from like 114 yards or yeah. something to make eagle on the final round and you know just to kind of jump me up the board, that was big. Um, That's probably, yeah. Flip it around then, what's one you want to have back? Uh, I don't know if there's one, but pretty much, I, I, you know, I missed a couple three-footers this year, and those just killed me. You know, <laughs> I mean, I can think of a couple at Career Builder. I think I, I finished, I think that was a T9. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know I missed like two three-footers or something that week. And yeah. That was tough to swallow. It's always amazing when you walk around and you see those leaderboards, you see the percentages of, of how many of those putts you guys make from inside three feet, inside five feet, inside ten feet, whatever. That's, I think, that the one thing that the amateur doesn't really understand, that even from inside ten feet, you guys are making 60% of the time, 55% of the time, something like that. So yeah. I can see that those might, those yeah, might those, wear at you at night. Those three-footers, <laughs> they, they, 
Tough to sleep well after that. So you, as we said, you won uh, the season of Big Break down to the Palm Beaches at uh, PGA National. And in that season was also Wesley Bryant. How much have you guys, is, first of all, is it amazing to think that a couple years ago you guys are playing Big Break and now this year you're both rookies on the PGA Tour and then how much of uh, do you guys have a chance to have uh, PGA National and, and Big Break banter in between during the season? Yeah, it's pretty cool to think of you know where we were a couple of years ago you know playing yeah. playing big break and uh i mean that was like i feel like that was one of the better seasons of big break as far as talent wise i mean there were some good players and you know I, obviously i got i played well came out on top i don't even but i don't even think west made it that far yeah you know but he uh you know he's always been a pretty he's always been a good player and you know then he got it he locked up the uh you know won the web.com mm -hmm. you know number one spot so he he was fully exempt all year which was huge for him and he's played you know he played really good um but yeah it's, it's cool we i get along really well with him you know he's, he's a good friend and you know we try to hang out a little bit but there's definitely a little bit of big break talk <laughs> is there any uh starstruck factor for you coming out maybe in the fall last year where you you know you spend your whole life growing up and watching these guys on tv and at tournaments and then all of a sudden you're, you look at the the first round pairing, and you're there next to you know one or two guys that you've you've seen on TV before. You know, it wasn't like it it, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be. I thought I was, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, you know, Tiger was supposed to play Safeway, and that was mm -hmm. my first event. And I walked in the locker room, and I was my locker was next to his, and I was like, "That's right, see the W." I was like, "Okay, off. that's pretty cool." You know what <laughs> I mean? Like that that was a pretty awesome moment. He ended up not playing, but. Uh, you know, then I think he played it. He definitely played it Tory because I remember mm -hmm. seeing the crowds, and I mean, it was incredible. I mean, just you know, he was. Were you guys, like, were you guys locker buddies was, at Tory Pines? Uh, no, Tory had like a weird little setup with the lockers, and we ended up no, we weren't. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I think he was like opposite nine mm -hmm. of, of me, but you know, same course in like same afternoon, morning, and his. You could just you knew where he was at at all times. Yeah. His crowds are just crazy big. It's amazing so. to think that that was even less than a year ago and just the yeah. ups and downs of, I know. of I mean. what he's been going through. But uh, no one quite moves the needle like him. And you can you can definitely tell a Tiger crowd versus even anything that, that Rory or Jordan can put up. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I've never seen that many people. Yeah. You know, it's just crazy. Uh, so let's talk off-course stuff. What's your travel bucket list? What are, what are one or two places that you'd like to go to that you haven't been to yet? Uh, I want to go to Australia. Okay. I've, I've always wanted to go there. Like President's Cup, cool. two years. Yeah, you can lock that up. Um, definitely, really want to go like Ireland, play golf over there. Never been over there, mm -hmm. so th those are two spots I would say I really want to go. Obviously, okay. maybe like Scotland. Yeah, you know. Uh, if you weren't playing golf, what would you be doing? That's a tough one. Uh, you know, my whole family, a lot, big part of my family is in law enforcement. I was, and I've always just kind of thought that's what I would have done if I you know never played golf that's what that's probably what I would have to go with okay you see yourself uh, on the thin blue line now did you ever growing up did you ever have any uh, brushes with the law let's say that uh, <laughs> your, your your folks might have uh, disagreed with you had some issues you know I was a pretty good kid well I shouldn't say that. I should say I probably never got caught so, okay there you go yeah I, I was pretty lucky I kind of skirted the <laughs> law most of the time <laughs> Well, that's good. You know, you got to be careful if, if you know too many people in the uh, police department. Exactly. That can, that can end up bad for you. 
so Georgia Tech, how was uh, how was your time at Georgia Tech, and and what uh, memories stand out from your your experience there? Uh, it was, Georgia Tech was really good. You know, my, I just remember, you know, we had a great team, great great group of guys. You know, Coach Hepler, he's been there forever. He's he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. You know, my first few years there, I might have, I, I changed a lot in college. You know, college was really big for me. I there's no way I would be where I am today. You know, if I didn't go there, I I, I really believe that. But you know, I just kind of went into went into there, and I was like, you know, got mad a lot. Definitely had a different attitude about things, and kind of realized like by the time I left that golf you know I mean you're playing golf for a living like it's pretty good so you you know you kind of put things into perspective but I think I just matured a lot and you know that was a lot pretty much all thanks to coach Hepler and you know he's he's definitely a huge part of the you know my success uh so I'm a Florida guy so let's use this time to badmouth Georgia I'll let you go first talk uh talk the clean old-fashioned hate Rivalry yeah. you guys have between Georgia, Georgia yeah, Tech. Yeah, I just just don't like him. There just don't like him. I mean, <laughs> and it's like the whole state of Georgia. You know, they're all Georgia fans. Like yep. even in Atlanta, it's like all Georgia fans. Like there's Georgia Tech fans are like nowhere. But I mean, they work for us basically. So <laughs> there you I, go. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, that's a mic drop. <laughs> that's good. Uh, all right, so so looking back to on course stuff, you're coming in this year. Now you're fully exempt. How much different is it for you to be able to plan out a good portion of your schedule, knowing the events you're going to be in versus watching the reshuffle for the web.com stuff. I feel like that's something that a lot of even avid golf fans don't really understand the stresses of that reshuffle hitting three or four times during the year and changing yeah. your game. Uh, that was like, I didn't realize that even last year, you know, yeah. until I was living it. Like I didn't realize the reshuffle was that like important really. And, uh, to not have to deal with that this year is, is awesome. I mean, I was looking at the schedule last night and just, you know, trying to get a good grasp of where I'm, you know, what I'm going to play, what I'm not, maybe not going to play, what, you know, and it's just so much easier. You know, you feel like you can kind of take a week off because you know you're going to get an X amount of events. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last year I just, I didn't know. I mean, yeah. I didn't play great in the fall last year, and that's kind of, you know, if you don't play great in the fall, then you're just kind of on that line the whole year, every reshuffle, and it's, it's not a fun spot to be. Yeah, I was going to say, is that tough to deal with? I feel like, when you, especially after the reshuffle comes through, if you've got 50 web.com cards that are handed out you know, at, at the finals, you know, 38 or 41 to 50, at the end of any given reshuffle, it's really hard to get into any of the events outside the opposite events. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's what's tough. You know, they, they, there's a lot of cards. There's 50 cards given away, but it's, you know, out of that 50, not even close to that, you know, it's really probably... After the top 30 guys, I mean, they're probably not getting in yeah. many events. And so, I mean, that's that's tough. And it's just, you know, you try not to think about it. It's one of those things you just, you want to go play golf, but, you know, you don't know what events you're getting into. So it's just added stress. I mean, I remember, like, I was first alternate multiple times last year, and I had to, like, go to the event mm-hmm. and, you know, like, you hope you get in, but you just don't know. So it's definitely a, a weird place to be. But... You know, luckily I don't have to think about it this year. What's one thing that you are going to try and do differently this season than what you did as a rookie this past year? I think I'm just not going to try to change anything up. You know, I know what needs to get better in my game, and I'm just going to stick with that plan, you know, and just go out and just play golf. I think that's the most important thing for me. I kind of got away from that. You know, I did, I, 
really was pretty good at that when I played on the web, I feel like, you know, just kind of getting the ball in the hole, hitting shots, and then, you know, got to the big tour and, you know, whatever it was, something changed and, you know, I got a little bit more technical and whatnot. So just go out, you know, just have fun with it. Uh, Is there any event that you didn't get into last year that you're looking at the schedule feeling like you might be able to get into this year that you're looking forward to? Uh, I think I'm, I'm looking forward to Phoenix, yeah. you know, waste management. I think that's going to be really cool, just the atmosphere there. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that one. Uh, Riviera, you know, I, I didn't get into that one last year, and that's one I really like that golf course. So that's going to be a really fun one. Are well. you going to be one of those guys that wants the crowd cheering on 16 at Scottsdale and just, just hit through the noise? Yeah, I, I think, yeah, for sure. I mean, noise doesn't really bother me, you know, especially like kind of pumps you up. Yeah. Um, I've always kind of... You know, I have like no problem with that. You know, I just remember one time on the on the web there was this house. I mean, I think it was in Portland, the last event. And I think it was <laughs> Sunday. It was like the fifteenth or sixteenth hole, and there's like this little like you know, it's like farmhouse mm-hmm. kind of. And I mean, it's just blaring like rock music. And we're in the middle of the fairway, and I can't remember who I was playing. No with. pressure, right? It's yeah, like, it's I, the I, worst time of the I whole mean, season. We were, that I was happening. just like, what is going on? And like, it, it didn't bother me. I think I hit a really good shot in there. I might have made might have made the putt, but uh, you know. I, it definitely it, some guys are different but yeah I, I think I, I would like the crowd cheering to be pretty cool if it's got to be any event on the web season it's got to be the last event I know on of the course back like nine it's going to be there but. when you get everything going uh, alright so a couple more before I let you go I don't know if you've seen on Twitter some of these crazy prime swings that have been coming out I saw Steve Wheatcroft had the one that yep. these people are defying gravity with how they're <laughs> they're hitting the ball do you have any uh, re- recollections from from your time in playing pro-ams of just a swing that you looked at and you're like, how in the world does this person even make contact? You know, I don't think I've really, I mean, I've, there's definitely been some some kids' swings <laughs> that I've seen in pro-ams. I think the better ones, though, you know, the, the ones that you're just like, how is that even possible? You just see them on the driving range. You yeah. know, it's, it's uh, I can't remember where we were. I don't know, somewhere with my coach and, like, it was – an off week or something like that and we were at this added course that let us come out and I mean we just there was this guy hitting on the range and I mean I can't even I don't even know what he was doing you know what <laughs> I mean but like there's no possible way you would think that he could make contact and he was actually like striping it I mean yeah. it's like how is that repeatable I don't know <laughs> but a lot of practice apparently you look at it so there's some that you you feel like you can look at and you're like all right change this or tweak that and then there's others <laughs> I would think that you just look at and you just shake your head you yeah know, you like, just well, ha- yeah, enjoy your just, day right? yeah exactly just go go get go have fun yeah uh so you uh used to live in New England we were talking before but now you're living down in South Florida give me uh a good scoop from Jupe Life what uh what's a good story or or memory from from being down there. Uh, I feel like half the PGA Tour is living in Palm Beach County these days. Yeah, there's there's a ton of guys down there. Um, as far as stories, I don't know. Hmm. No pressure. I don't mean no, to put you on yeah, the spot there. Uh, um. Yeah, I don't know if I got any stories so much. It's just you know I don't I don't I tend not to do a whole lot when I'm when okay. I'm home because it's like. You know, I'm so I'm going so hard and stuff all year. It's like right. when I'm home, all I really want to do is just kind of sit on the couch and like watch TV. So <laughs> I don't really get to do that. But uh, you know, it's a good area. I really like it down there. Um, so what's it, what's in your on. Netflix queue right now then? 
I've seen about everything on Netflix. That's and so I just got Amazon. Okay. Like I didn't realize like Amazon Prime had like their own their shows own as well. So like they got some pretty good little shows on there that you know Amazon Originals that pretty much like the Netflix Originals. Mm -hmm. And so I watched like one. It was called Bosch, I think, and it was like there maybe two seasons out. And I went through that in like not even a <laughs> week probably, but that was a really good show about like this detective and whatnot. But I just started watching blacklist again okay. you know so I've, I've seen that one yeah, i haven't seen the fourth season so i'm just starting over from season one again and i'm gonna work into so that's that thing people don't realize a lot of downtime it's good to have the the portable uh, entertainment you can kind of run through on the ipad oh yeah and it's i tell you since like netflix and amazon started like letting you download to your to the ipad i mean you can take it it's on a the game plane. changer I mean, for flights it, it is game an changer. absolute game changer it's huge so you're a binge guy you're gonna go through a season or two in, in a couple days oh yeah See, there you go. You learn something new every day. Well, Richie Rowenski, thank you much for joining us. Uh, good luck this this season and your your sophomore season, trying to get back to it. And, thank you. And learn from the mistakes and build on the positive momentum because few people closed quite as well as you did uh, down the stretch. So thanks again for joining us. This has been a Golf Channel podcast. I'm your host, Will Gray. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.